On the north side of Chicago It's the coolest bar in town And if you go up there You better just beware You're gonna find a bunch of clowns It's a mad, mad, crazy bar The whole damn place is just so bizarre Full of all the vice and sin where do we even begin? Tip your bartenders. Hi, everybody. This is Pub Crawlers. Uh, and the genius, the geriatric genius, um, bringing you know, n- another episode of As the Ale House Turns. I'm wondering if everyone missed us last week. Well, I think that we've absolutely um, proven beyond a shadow of a doubt how important Jordan, our executive producer, is because he was overwhelmed with work and we couldn't... And then, of course, um, the pub crawl Liz was unavailable for Monday and Tuesday because she was gallivanting around Yosemite Park uh, at a lesbian wedding. So... uh, (laughs) It was not a lesbian wedding. So we weren't able to do a podcast last year. Last week. I think it would have been number 58 or something. We're I don't Closing know in anymore. on 60. We're closing in on 60. But anyway. Listen. We, I'm sure you all missed us. I think absence makes the heart grow fonder. Oh, that's bullshit. No, that's it bullshit. Does. Yeah, I think you know, everyone's like, you know, now everyone's super you know, tuning in. You know what in. makes the heart grow fonder? Loyalty. Loyalty. That's um, what That's what makes. No, I have to, I, I had to fight I feel traffic like here. Loyalty is one thing, but sometimes it feels like smothering. What do you mean sometimes it feels like smothering? When someone's around too much, sometimes they feel a little smothered. I think it was nice for us to take a little yeah, break. Yeah, but then especially, don't push so, the fucking button then if you don't. Especially because it was so spontaneous. Like, we actually, pl- I was going to be away, so we planned two weeks and we recorded two shows, so we knew we were going to have a break, but we actually had a two-week break, which, it was a nice little vacation. No, it wasn't. I enjoyed it. No, you didn't. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm you sure did the same it. old dumb stuff you always do. I did show up that night. Yeah, you did. And then you know what was nice about that night? Is that there was no show and we just got to hang out at the bar and just talk. That was nice. See, this is the <laughs> difference between you, you and nice me. nice about it. Because I care about people. I know. And, and I we care have, about and, you, which is why I'm and, saying it was nice to just spend time at the bar with and you. And we have devoted fans. They're going to be all right. Oh, they're They're resilient. Be all right. Alehouse okay. people are resilient. All right, they're hearty. Well, they got this. Yeah. They got this. Okay. You know what I did last night? What? No, what did you do last night? I couldn't sleep. So I sat in bed and I watched YouTube why videos. You, why couldn't you sleep? Was it a guilty conscience? No. No. I was just, I'm stressed about a few things. But um, I watched YouTube's, YouTube videos of John Fox. Comedy. Oh. My favorite. God, you know, what a tragedy. We never got him on one of our podcasts. Yeah. I got to say... I wasn't all that impressed by his comedy. No, you wouldn't, because you know what? You're not particularly <laughs> sophisticated. And you, 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 and you have, and your little sack, uh, sense of humor is obviously lacking. Well, I just... I, I, there was just no, like, narrative. It was just stuff being thrown out at you. Yeah, funny stuff. And nobody laughs at his stuff more than him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I noticed that. By the, la- by the amount he was laughing and the amount that the audience was not laughing. See, I had to, because I had to deal with him every morning when he'd come, come in the bar at 7, 7.30 in the morning shaking. Um, 
I, I, he had the, he, that laugh, is, especially early in the morning, is really annoying. So I had to come up with one. I had to come up with an la- equal laugh that would offend him, and um, but without hurting my throat because I'm kind of sensitive. So I came up like this. See if I can do it now. That's horrible. That's what he sounded like? Yeah. Well, no, that's mine. He had one. Well, you you saw the one on the video. He he laughs at everything, every joke he tells. He he laughs. It's funny when he was on Johnny Carson. So he tells that one, actually. So he tells somebody in here that he was on Johnny Carson 11 times. So somebody actually goes and checks. I think some chick checks. She says, Fox, I can only come up with seven times. He says, reruns. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was, so, he was so fun. I mean, it was fun to do shit with him because, you know, he's a professional comic. But, um, like, I remember one time he, we went out. I got free golf tickets to the Western Open, so we bought And so it, he, could, he was able, because of the VIP things we had, he could sit in a tent and drink all day. I'm out watching the golf. So when I come and collect him, he's completely shit-faced. He can barely get to the car. So we're driving back to Chicago, and, it tra- and the traffic's kind of fucked up. So I take Lower Wacker. Now he thinks he's we're in Indiana or something. He's like, where the fuck are we? You know, it's down there. So I pull over in some dark spot and whipped up my dick and says, okay, Fox, get busy. The guy jumps out of the car and starts running <laughs> running from me. And um, This isn't one of your books. <laughs> did I describe that one? Yeah, this is one of your books, I think. Yeah. And <laughs> He's right. He says, Fox, come on. Yeah, I'm not asking you to suck my dick. It was just a joke. But it was really fun doing shit like that. Well, I watched some stuff, and it was all right. Yeah, well, well who's your favorite comic? Obviously, uh, probably Lily Tomlin or one of the... One of the uh, well, it depends, right? Com- it, 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 no, it depends on, like, the era. There, there are moments when... You know, yeah, Lily Tom's got some funny stuff. There's some some funny Richard Pryor shit. There's some funny like uh, even Eddie Murphy at some moments was was funny. Um, yeah, but I love the, Wanda Sykes today. We watched her last night and she's kind of okay. But. Wanda Sykes. Yeah. Did you watch the Netflix special? Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's some funny some I don't know. It's just it depends on the mood. You gotta depend on you know different comedies like music, different comedy. Um, I also well, watched... Fox used to open for Rodney Dangerfield, and he, had, he could do an absolutely great... I could see that, actually. He could absolutely do a great, great uh, Rodney imitation. He could do it, really do a good Rodney. So I had him do it for uh, Obama at the parking lot at Jackson Park Golf Course. I had him do his Rodney. He had, he had the president in stitches. Well, that was when he was a state senator, so it wasn't quite like he had the president in stitches. But, um, yeah, and so then Rodney, Rodney's... What happened with Rodney and, and Fox was um, they, they, you know, they were really good pals, and, and Rodney took good care of Fox. But Rodney ran into some reasonably high-priced hooker, and he, the, the hooker told him that she wanted to get out of the business. He said, what do you want to do? I think she said something like open a flower shop or something like that. So... Rodney says, fine, I'll back you, I'll back in a flower shop. So eventually marries her, and so the first thing after they got married, she says, get rid of that fox. So that was what happened. I see. Yeah. 
Um, okay, well, I'll find some more videos if I yeah, can. Yeah, well, well fan, uh, people out there, give him, give Fox. I mean, those videos are not the, his greatest work. And actually, he was absolutely his funniest <laughs> sitting in the bar at the Old Town Ale. I'll house. try to find the Johnny Carson one. I did not find that one. I just found a bunch of random, no, random he, comedy, like, yeah, know, I know, I know. Club is shit. Um, I also watched, uh, I finally got around to watching Lloyd Lightfoot's inauguration speech. Oh, you're really up to, you're really up on things. <laughs> um, which I very much enjoyed. It was really powerful, really good. Um, I'm, I was a little shocked to hear her speak that way because I, like I said, I met her twice now. One at an event and once at the Cubs game. And she was so quiet, she barely said a word that just, it was like complete opposites, right? Someone who was almost seemed like sheepish and a little bit introverted compared to that inauguration speech is night and day. So it was, it was I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed it. Well, and she did a nice slap down of the alderman. Yeah, that was good. Like, and Ed, Ed Burke, so yeah. She's off on the right track, but it'll be interesting to see who she um, surround, who she hires and surrounds herself with. Yep. That's a dead giveaway. You could see Jane Byrne was was full of shit like the first two weeks of office. She got she 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 appointed my sister in law at the time special events director right there. You yeah. know, <laughs> <laughs> you you've just you've just reached the bottom of the barrel. And then my brother in law was her chief of staff for a while. Well, I'm impressed with what we've seen so far. And it's only been a little over a month. I saw her on Sunday. She was the the Grand Marshal at the Pride Parade. Well, that makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Our first gay mayor. Everyone was and the did, loudest cheering I've ever heard for a Grand Marshal. Uh, yeah. Did you have to seek shelter? Because they kept hitting the TV saying, seek shelter, seek shelter. Um, yeah, it, it got really bad. So where did you seek shelter? Well, luckily I was at a private party <coughs> that had like a... So you had shelter? Yeah. So we had this uh, real estate office was our base that was right on Broadway. So we literally had the whole sidewalk to go outside. And then whenever we wanted to go potty or need beverages or food, we just go inside and help ourselves. So when the rain started, we just had instant... Um, shelter. The Swedish sailor and her gal there. Yeah, so that was that's because I saw some. You took some pictures, right? Yeah, that's who. Uh, that's they're friends with the people hosting the party. Um, and then that was kind so of. So did it. you enjoy the did you enjoy the parade? Yeah, up until up until the, uh, storm. the storm, and I was disappointed because it's usually a, a nice long affair, and you know, it was very short. I'll tell of you the what, something interesting. Um, since I moved out of Old Town, I don't go down. First, I can't park or anything, so I don't go to the Pride Parade anymore. But I went over to the dri- Jackson Park driving range, and well, lo and behold, they're having the first Black Pride Festival over in the park, right adjacent to the... Um, oh, really? Yeah, and... Um, Wait, on Sunday? Yeah, it was right at the same time they were doing oh, the wow. Pride Parade. And, um, but it was a nightmare because, you know, you can't park. The and cops were all over the place. And, I mean, it was hard for the genius uh, engineering a parking, parking spot. On Saturdays, um, historically, and they still have it, they have, uh, on the south side, they have the Dyke March. Really? Yeah. Is that on Western Avenue? 
No, I actually don't know where it is. It's I think it's somewhere. Uh, you know, I don't know, somewhere in the south side. Because in San Francisco now, that was the all-time greatest uh, uh, gay pride parade oh, that gay, down in Castro. But I always, my favorite was Dykes on Bikes. I mean, we still have them. We got, I got, got some dykes. good videos. Yeah, but our, our, their dykes are way better than our dykes. Wait a minute. How do Why? Because they're just more, they're real. They're the real deal what dykes. What the hell? What do you they're know about that They're not pretend dykes. Because I, I grew up in that. I, I've, I've explained before. I'm a lesbian in a man's body. I know all I about mean, that shit. Come on, that's that's silly. Their dykes, di- dykes on bikes will whip your dykes on bikes any day of the week. Okay, first of all, it's not a competition. Yes, Second, it is. Secondly, you just made it a competition. No, I wasn't going to make it. I'm just trying a to find out why I wasn't they're better. Make it. Why? How are they better? Because they're more authentic looking. They're the real. What the fuck does? Come on. What does that mean? They look like dykes on bikes. You're way into like stereotypes and labels. Of course I am. That's the only That's way you silly. can survive in modern world. You have to modern world stereotypes. No. Yeah. If you see I, I if you see eleven gangster young blacks walking directly towards you on the sidewalk, do you smile and just say hi, everyone, or do you do what Jesse Jackson said he'd do and hop on the other side of the street? Whoa! I don't know if you guys they heard said, that. That was bananas. They thunder. said that we have been having this heat wave, and there's another. And, and then it, we were just talking about the storm at oh Gay God. Pride. Well, we're just having another one. It's, it's they so said, terrible today. I took three showers. It was so humid. I literally like took long two walks to two different meetings, and I was like just dripping. It's sweat. It's really? Gross. Yeah. Um, did you know that the gay rights movement started in Chicago? Uh, in Old Town? I think I, we need... Well, we've always had, you know, we've always had a lot of gay people in Old Town. Uh, there's a man by the name of Henry Gerber who worked for the United States Post Office. And um, he was he lived over on Curly Court. And he was arrested... What, what, what year were we talking about? 1924. Oh, that was before my time. Yeah. Well, are you sure? Yeah. Um, you are probably a toddler back then, right? Uh, no, I was maybe a little toddler in my father's ball you were, sack. <laughs> you were a twinkle in your papa's pants. Oh, it's pouring out. Oh, wow, that was instant. Uh, anyway, this guy was arrested for being gay, and he started um, what was like the very first uh, human rights organization. Is he Gerber uh, yeah. Baby Food? Uh, no, Gerber Heart Library. You know, um, Pearl Hart is another woman, an attorney later down, a little later than Henry Gerber, <clears throat> who was also pivotal in that. Can, can you make this interesting? Because just the name Henry Gerber is really boring. The, the interesting part is that it started in fucking Chicago. Yeah, okay. That's my point. We've established that, but he didn't, he wasn't famous for being a power bottom or... I, I don't know his, getting, about his sexual activity. Because, you know, the Lincoln Baths in the Lincoln Hotel over around the corner, that was one of the most, when I in the early 60s when I arrived in Old Town, that was one of the absolutely most world-famous gay hangouts. In the, and when they finally busted it, I don't know what the hell caused them. To, it was a lot of outfit shit going on in the old days at the bottom of the, at the, um, at the uh, Solomon Brothers used to, Run a juice operation out of the uh, coffee shop at the Lincoln Hotel. What do you mean the, a juice operation? When you, when you you know loan loan sharking. Oh. 
And boy, they were tough. Those they were tough boys. And but the basement, I'd hear from all the gay guys here. Oh man, that place, you know, no does not mean no down there. And when they busted it, they had a dip, a couple of diplomats from different countries, and uh, a couple of local mayors. And I mean, it was like the who, a police chief from someplace. Uh, it where was, was it? The basement of the fucking Lincoln Hotel, which you can where, spin almost. Where uh, is where uh, it's? Yeah, I guess it's still the Lincoln Hotel. Yeah. Funny. So you should be able to figure that out. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, that was really that was really. Uh, I didn't know it was that. And, seedy and back then, then, and then there was a place. The gay boys in uh, the ale house. The old guy, old. Well, they were really old, but I was just a kid of the early twenties. There was a place called Louis Gage's out on Mannheim Road. Didn't even have a sign on the um, the bar, the front of it. The boys got me one night to drive them out there, because none of them had cars. So I drove. So you go. They knew. They knew exactly where it was. Because if you didn't know where it was, you wouldn't. You wouldn't get there. It turns out Louis Gage. He was this giant gay guy. But in those days, it wasn't, they didn't use the term gay. It was all, they all referred to themselves as uh, uh, fairies and queers and homos and yep. shit like that. And, um, but he was, he used to play for the Green Bay Packers. He was a great, oh, really? great guy. Yeah, and he testified for uh, Big Tuna Tony Accardo when Carno was in a, being uh, prosecuted for tax evasion or something, saying that Accardo used to be his beer sale, which was all bullshit. There's no way. Ricardo delivered beer to, to Louis Gage, and uh, so anyway, I went in there. It was it was something to behold. It was a great big place. It looked tiny from the outside, but inside it was like goddamn auditorium almost. It was so big, and all these gay guys were dancing. And uh, Leslie Peller, Clara Peller's son, you know, where's yeah. the where's the beef? Yeah. Leslie was just a minute. He walked in there. He just started wildly dancing with these guys, and it was. Uh, Experience I won't long forget. When I was a kid, there are two gay bars on Well Street that I knew of. Right down the street. Carol's. And, well, I don't even know if the other one was a bar because I was never really quite... Well, the porn theater. Yeah, the porn theater. But the other place was a... I think it was called the Glory Hole. Yeah, the Glory Hole. Oh, <laughs> but was that a bar? What the hell was that? Yeah. Yeah. It was? Yeah, and, and, and you know, for those of, of you that are from a different, I mean, perhaps a little younger and or don't know what exactly what a glory hole, the glory hole is where you stick your dick in a hole in the wall and somebody on the other end sucks your dick. It's also It's kind of impersonal. It's, it's also, kind of impersonal. It's also the piece of equipment when you're glass blowing, you stick... The, the, the hard glass no, into not, the furnace. That's not what they're that's referring to. That's what a glory to. hole is also. There, there was I'm a just saying. There was a glory hole. I did not know that. There was some uh, guy, some guy had an apartment in San Francisco where you just go and stick your dick through the hole in the wall. And, I think and they had that in Porky's. Porky's? <laughs> yeah. You ever seen Porky's? That was like the most, no. the most like uh, X-rated porn, sort of closest thing to porn when we were kids. Yeah, it was in the 70s, and it's like, oh my gosh, did you watch Porky's? Like, you, you had to like hide it from your parents. Yeah, the glory. I'm going to have to revisit Porky's well, now. Well, you know, they used to have a bunch of gay, gay bars over in, um, near North Side. Wait a minute, the wait, Gold so there, Coast? was the glory hole, well, the Gold Coast was historic. It started, well, it but that was an S&M bar. That was Chuck Renslow. That was an S&M bar. In fact, 
Arthur, the old previous owner here, used to love to go in and stop by all, have a drink in all the gay bars when we'd be out traveling. And uh, there was one side had an S, and the other side of the wall had an M. And I remember some guys were kind of making eyes at each other. So when some guy from the S side walks over and sits next to the guy on the M side, takes out his cigarette and burns the back of the guy's head with his cigarette. Ouch. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and then there was a place called Kitty Sheen's. Kitty Sheen's was a real piss-elegant gay bar. Every time we ever walked in there, now it was before Jim Thompson was a U.S. attorney, but he was still a big shot. And he'd be holding court at one end. I mean, you know, that's why he never was... They always were figuring that he'd be a great VP on the presidential ticket, but uh, I mean, once they checked out his gay background, my God. And, uh, oh boy, the lights are still... No, that's Ruth. He's fucking with the oh, lights. Oh, Ruth's doing it. <laughs> Look at that Wait, so, I mean, it's so the Glory Hole was a bar. It wasn't just like a... No, it was a bar. Okay. That's, oh, those yeah. are the only two places I remember. No, and then Gacy, where, where was the one? That, that was Carol's. Oh, no. Gacy no. was up at the L&L Tavern. No, no. Right down the street here. That's Carol's, I think. No, no that was no. Dahmer. That was Dahmer. No, Carol's, Carol's is, was over on Wilson by Wilson no. Avenue. You're wrong about that. You're absolutely wrong. That was the bar, the gay bar on this let's, street was Let's not... make a bet. Okay. Carol's was on Well Street. No, Car- Wells and Schiller, just Car- south of Schiller. Carol's is a country bar in the south. That's a side. different Carol's. No. That's over on Clark. The gay bar here was not Carol's called Carol's. Pub. Carol's okay. Pub is on Clark and Leland. Okay, we need one of our old time. The uh, pre the gay Carol's was on Wells, no. just south of Schiller. No, there was a gay bar there, but that's that's not it. Well, well, the glory hole was there. That was where the that glory was hole. not a few couple. But doors the place down. at Gacy, no, Gacy hung out in one of them, and uh, it was not called Carol's. Okay, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Well, good. I, let's and make then, a bet. I need to make a bet with this because I'm, I'm 110 percent positive that there was a right, Carol's. We'll make a ten dollar bet. Ten dollars? What kind of bullshit is that? Because, I dealing with you, anything. I mean. I, you're not trustworthy to acknowledge you you fucked up. I mean, no. You're, what, what's she doing? What am I, Stephen what, Walker? What's she doing with the fucking lights? <laughs> Just kidding. Love you, Steve. Um, I don't know. She's having like a fucking disco party over here. Yeah. What, <laughs> I don't know. She's having a good old time. Um. Okay. So I. You know what the. You know. <laughs> one of the best parts of my uh, two week trip was. I was gone for two weeks. I was in Seattle and uh, Washington, another part of Washington State, and then in Northern California and San Francisco, Yosemite. And you know what might have been maybe one of the best parts of my trip? Was getting, no, what? Was what? getting notes from you saying, where are you? I miss you. Come home. I need you. Yeah. I thought I'd cheer you up. <laughs> okay. See, absence makes the heart grow fonder. I'm not kidding. I'm, I, I just want to say. Well, my TV was fucked I up, want, and I. <laughs> I just want to publicly acknowledge um, that I missed you too. Oh, that's very sweet. Um, I and, am very and, impressed with and, you, though. You're impressed with me? Yeah, because your TV was fucked up, and I said there's a screw loose over your house, and you fiddled with it, and you fixed it. No, I did way more than fiddle with it. What'd you do? I took books out on uh, advanced electronics. And then the I, I disassembled the TV, 
And then... Um, so now you can get a job as a TV repairman? Absolutely. He pulled it out from against the wall and looked at the back of the TV, and I said, no, don't push it back until I dust that. Oh, good. Yeah. I appreciate that, big time. Yeah. I'm actually concerned about what your <laughs> workspace looks like right now. It's chaotic, but I'll tell you why. Because I pulled all my golf equipment out of the basement. And this is my last great grand effort to uh, once again pull my golf game so I've gone from geriatric completely geri women's clubs all the way now I've advanced back all the way up pretty much to the clubs I was using 20 years ago but when I come home from the in this heat especially um, it's not a pretty sight to watch me try to stagger up the stairs with my golf clubs over my shoulder. Wait a minute. So you had been... The house is filled with golf clubs. So most recently you had been playing with women's clubs? No, I started the year out. Playing with women's clubs? Yeah. Why? Because I was... I was... Uh, the real heavy, strong men's club, I was having trouble with them. Now I'm back where I'm actually using... Oh, so you just had to get yourself back to that Yeah, I hadn't shape. played golf. See, I the last time I played golf was about 1971 and you can't take off when wait a minute pause 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 you go to the driving range every summer no I don't no yeah, you do no 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 yeah you do I took you out for a lesson but no I but played... you don't go regularly no I've only played golf uh, I only went to the driving range Bruce, a couple Bruce if times. you don't use it you lose it oh well I think isn't that what I've been explaining dipshit I'm just shocked that you didn't go more regularly well, first of all, when I was golf. first of all when I was living in Old Town, it was a pain in the ass going to the driveway. So now that I live in in Hyde Park, it's it's five minutes. And plus, I here's here's the real thing. My cardiologist and my neurophysiologist have told me, you know, if, unless I want to make all my enemies real happy and die real quick, uh, my myasthenia gravis is fucked up again, and I got the heart situation. So I have to, I have to find some exercise I care to do. I yeah, you do. Yeah, so I enjoy it. So walking and golfing. But I mean, I need. I'm trying to get my. Um, I had this min, what they call Min Kota electric push cart. I hadn't used what? it. What is it? It's got a battery, so when you're playing golf, the cart. Now they have real expensive ones. It's just you don't even have to hold your hand on. But I had the I had I, I scammed one years ago, and um, so this would help. It would also be a help if 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 Ruth could caddy for me in ninety degree oh weather. Oh my god! <laughs> but, Not ninety. Oh no way. Yeah. So, Wait a so are you actually playing like nine holes, eighteen no, holes? No, I now? played eighteen holes on the you hottest did? day of the year, and I almost said to ask Ruth what I looked like. Holy shit! <laughs> I barely got up the stairs. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, I'm glad you're doing that. And, and you know what's funny? I wrote about this in my blog. But I'm out there walking in this, it's 90-something out. And all these young, much younger guys, guys in their 20s and 30s and 40s are all driving electric carts. And there's, there's a genius out there walking, pushing that big heavy bag. That's good for you. Well, it's good if I live. I mean, uh, there's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, 
the the downside is if you know if I if they find me laying in a sand trap like on the eleventh hole, that would be bad. Um, when are we gonna go play nine holes? I'm ready. Well, uh, talking about an experienced golfer, uh, you went out there and swatted the ball around the driving that was range great. two years ago. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. I'm ready. Uh, you're ready on, on uh, what level? To go play um, miniature golf at the... Uh, no, I'm ready for the nine holes. But you don't know how to play. And especially Maybe you can get Andy to join you. Yeah. You don't know how, <laughs> you don't know how to play. Yeah, I played with Andy hey. last week. Just walk along, no, no. do the things no. you taught me to do, no. and especially because I'm in way better shape now. No, so that's, I feel it's like a, it's much better no, it's, for me it's, to move. It's a skill. Now, for instance, if they asked me to march in the Gay Pride Parade and be a baton twirler, I would probably not do well because I don't know how to fucking twirl a but fucking baton. I'm not asking to be on display. Yeah, but you're going to block major you're, affair. No, you're going to block the entire golf course. <laughs> you bring it to a standstill as you hit ball to three feet, you know, 25 times each hole. So what? This is not the fucking PGA Tour. No, they can fucking wait. No, because there's other people behind you. Yeah, you wait a minute. Yeah, well, uh, you can go find somebody else to go play with and, and uh, offend. I'm not appreciating your lack of support. Well, Especially when me. you go play with other people who are not that good. Well, at least Andy tries. You don't think I would try? No. You're full of shit. You're, you have a horrible attitude right up What are you talking about? She's not. She does too. No. Why am I? Why is my attitude horrible? Because you just disregard all the etiquette of the game, and you say, "I don't care if I bring the golf course to a standstill. I just care about myself." Well, well that's not. That's well, not how it's done. Well, because in reality, is I don't think I would bring it to a standstill. That's your opinion. No, it's my educated opinion, as it's opposed your to your fear. uneducated opinion. Well, listen. And I have I, to keep Andy moving, dude. Don't, don't. Fear. And boy, the, and you know what's interesting, Andy? You know who used to be. The guy would run about 20 miles every morning before he'd go to work. Yeah. You know, they, he was a regular just running by the uh, running by the uh, zoo. All the zoo boys, which the guys that worked over there, all knew Andy. <laughs> zoo boys. Well, Billy Rose and Ronnie and all those guys. So um, <laughs> they'd report. The old zoo boys. They'd report Andy sightings. <laughs> so he, so then he had to put that artificial hip in him. Well, that really changed Andy's lifestyle. I mean, the guy weighs about 120 fucking pounds. If I mean, that. If that, yeah. Wet, maybe. And he's normal height, so he's a, he's just a, ra he's a rail. But uh, he, now now that he uh, had that artificial hip, I don't know. Because we when we played last week, he couldn't play the two par fives. He said, oh, "You know." Is now he tired? I yeah. And here's the and I forgot to bring my cart, so I'm carrying my fucking bag. I, now that was just to say, could I really do it? You know, I hadn't carried for a long time, so I had forgot. I mean, what an asshole I was! I just completely forgot my cart. So um, anyway, so first so time Andy, you say that, by the so way. I'm the 79-year-old out-of-shape guy, and Andy's supposedly in shape, and he couldn't play the par five, so we had to, you know, only play 16 holes. Wow. Yeah. You're giving me a hard time. Well, I mean, I, I oh, you, I could just see you this 90 degrees, uh, after you... Kidding me? After you Built played... for this stuff. Four or five holes, yeah, you, well, we're not talking about picking lettuce, we're talking about playing golf. Yeah, I'm dark-skinned, I can handle the heat. No, well, we'll see. You're, what do you? How many showers do you have to take today? Three. 
Yeah, I don't think that's because I le- I was leading my life of privilege today. I don't think the leather pickers take three showers when no, they're out. No, because they're the not field. privileged. I'm just that's why I said I'm leading my life of privilege. Um. Okay. Well, I. I'm just gonna say. Keep thinking about it. Consider oh, it. Oh, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. But not in an asshole way. No, I think you need a little more time at the driving range. All right, let's go one more time. Well, I, I invited you 20 times last year, and you, well, you're such a little busy girl. Again, oh my God, people are getting soaked. I love watching it. Um, again, you refused to come to my turf. Yeah, but who's giving the fine, lesson? Fine, fine, who's, who's the one, fine. I'll who's ride the my one bike taking valuable Park. time out of his day to give you a lesson? I'll ride you, my bike to Hyde Park, and we'll go... To Fine. Jackson Park. Fine. And then you're gonna have, you're gonna have to buy me lunch. I'll be glad to buy really? you lunch. I'll take you to Beloit's. Oh no. I tell you, the last I time I was in line there, some guy was sitting there and said, "Are you the guy from Anthony Bourdain?" I was sitting there with you holding my tray, just well, like. You know, actually, I've never eaten at Beloit's. What kinds of what kind of food do they have? Well, then when you come, you can just pick because there's a sign, a clue. The sign on the awning is, is see healthy? your see your food. Is there anything healthy? You get tons of it. What do you like is to eat? Is there anything light? Light? Mm-hmm. They do have salads, but they're kind of... Like, I don't want mac and cheese in the middle of the day. No, but I mean... I don't they, want fried chicken. They have it's delicious white fish. Food. Which, that I like. Well, what, what kind of food do you jello, like? Can I get a, a Jello? Yeah. Yes, you like, get Jello. What, you, what was that? What's that? What's that dessert? The Jello, like... Mold thing, molded salad, jello molded salad, some sort of jello salad. Yeah, um, I, feel like, I feel like my mom used to make some jello shit with like pista- the pistachio pudding shit, Ooh. and it was like it made the jello like dark, yeah, or not clear <laughs> at least. Uh, anyway, I'm just saying, I would love to go, but I just like to have a light lunch. I give a fuck. We go to it. We go to some other place. You don't have to go to Beloit. Okay, maybe some Japanese. Oh, we got a great Japanese place right around the corner. It's even closer than Beloit's from All right, that sounds good. It's a date. It's a I date. Love, I love. Well, we can carry out and bring it back to the apartment. Okay. Yeah. You think Ruth will make us tea? Yeah. <laughs> don't She'll, hold your breath. She's, she's a car. There's she, been a there's been a, a, an issue between Ruth and Bruce about tea making. No, it's not an issue. Yes, it is. It is for you. I've been in abuse. <laughs> I've been in abusive relationships before. And oh I've, my god! And you'd be surprised how many, how many of my broads wouldn't make tea for me in the morning. You'd be surprised. You know, sometimes I just don't think about you in the morning. It's <laughs> so all I can do is to think about myself and open my eyes and well, get she, down. A, a she always has coffee, coffee going. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How fucking hard is it to make? Some goddamn tea. Not hard. You pour some water in a kettle, turn the stove on, and well, then you pour it over the goddamn I don't tea think bag. You, I don't think you should be attacking Ruth like this. Yes, it is easy to make tea. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And, and, and I'm aware of that. That's I knew why what I, you meant, Liz. Thank you, Ruth. Looking him right in the eye. I mean, what a lazy sot. R- Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> I said Ruth. <laughs> No, people, people get that confused. Bruce, Bruce, yeah. Ruth, 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 Ruth. It's actually a real, it's a real issue, the Bruce Ruth thing. Um, 
Why can't why why can't you just make your shit yourself? Well, who do you hell fuck do you think makes it? When I get up in the morning and I look in the teapot and it's empty, I mean, what do you think happens? But you have to pour the honey in just right. You, you, you know what? When you make your tea, it's like three quarters honey, yeah. one quarter tea. <laughs> That's not good for your gravis. It's not. No, honey's fine. And it's a refined sugar. Refined sugar is what I can't. High fructose corn syrup is okay too. That doesn't bother him. What but, the fuck? But, but Gatorade has sugar in it. And you've been asking about Gatorade. I have well, to look I've at that. Well, I've been when I'm out and playing golf. I mean, I try really, the noons. Oh, the, yeah, the N-U-U-N. What's that? They're electrolyte tablets that I I'm use. not drinking tablets. It's a fucking, it's, 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 it's just these tablets you put in water, and it's the same thing as Gatorade, but better. It's not as Does processed. Ta- no, but I want it to t- taste There's a bazillion good. flavors. It's delicious. I want it to taste good. It tastes delicious. Will it be real cold? If you put it in the goddamn fridge. Yeah, but if I'm in the middle of a golf course, that's not going to make it cold. Then, Oh my God! Are you? Sometimes I seriously wonder about you. You know what I'm gonna do, Jordan? Since you like the noons, um, I'm gonna make noon popsicles, <clears throat> homemade Ooh. popsicles this summer, so that after you go for a run, you come home and you just have a popsicle. Maybe you should do that for your post golf game. Yeah, and I'll stick them up my ass. That'll, that'll cool me off. <laughs> I don't think he likes popsicles. Oh, a I like popsicles. Kind of I like popsicles. I just feel like I'm, you know. Sucking a dick or something when I'm eating a What pie. the hell? The hero was hoping Noon might sponsor the show. Well, there goes that. <laughs> Jesus, way to ruin everything. <sighs> Good luck with getting a sponsor for our <laughs> show. <laughs> I'd love to see. I don't even think child molester websites would want to advertise on God, our show. God, please don't even go there. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, my goodness. So well, I do. We got to talk about our, our neo-Nazi um, glorious leader wanting to do uh, a military Fourth of July parade in D.C. We got to say something about this. Now the problem is these tanks are like sixty tons. They can't go over the bridges. The fucking tear up of D.C. Apparently got shitty streets and stuff. But this dumb fuck, he wants flyovers. He wants, you know, when he went over to France and saw what the Bastille Day or whatever it was and. He wants to be the glorious leader. And, you know, every time he hangs around with Putin and little uh, Ki- uh, little Kim, it just really brings out the wannabe dictator in this asshole. And uh, so I think, I think um, this is really, hopefully there'll be a horrible rain or hopefully one of the tanks falls through a bridge or something like that. I mean, because... We don't want anyone to get injured or cause other people to get injured. Well, it depends on who we're talking about. I, um, honestly, every week I read something new, and I just can't believe he's still... Well, have you seen seen some of these pictures of these little, uh, I mean, like for five or six days they had men in 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 a cage standing where they can only stand? Yeah, I can't even. It's it's I, the absurdity. There's so much. And now and now they come out with the this kids? website, the website uh, of what the and I think 53 percent of the guards at these institutions are Hispanic too. I just it, you know the funny not the funny part I guess the the absurd part is that he it, 
does all this stuff about immigrants and immigrants and immigrants, and he's fucking married to one. What do you mean? He was married to two. The other, well, the true. other one was he was the first one. Uh, the, yeah, the, and um, his her parents are, are you know, and, she, and the only reason she got in because she she was good at sucking dick. I mean, that's that was. I mean, you know, she, she was. It's uh, all just really gross. I can't even talk about it. It just it, it upsets me. It upsets me. you. Yeah, it does. That's probably why I fucking couldn't sleep last night. Because thinking of kids in cages. I mean, it's just like what's what the fuck, what the fuck is wrong with us? What's yes? Well, because I'll tell you what. Like, how did we? Get I don't to think this the point? polls. I don't think the polls are right anymore. You know, I, for a while I thought like about thirty-five percent hardcore Trump people. I'm thinking more and more. It's about fifty percent of the people in this country support this shit. Like having fucking okay. having kids separated this from their a, this parents. This is a great great segue. And again, I am not on. I am not up to date on most. Current no, events. You're never up to date. You don't follow. I don't the have news. the TV. I don't have a. I don't have a cable. And so you don't know how to read a newspaper. I watch so. stuff and I and I read stuff after the fact. But you like to stay up on this stuff. Yes, you I do. You watched both debates. Yes, I did. What's your opinion on where we are politically well, right now here, with that? Here's where I think we are. I would think that all the negatives about Biden, and really, I, I ever since I watched him single-handedly get Clarence Thomas on the Supreme Court, I've despised him. But I despise most politicians, so that's not a shocker. Simply from a practical standpoint, all his negatives, his gaffes, his age, um, would not even be a factor in if he ran against... If he ran against Pissy Face. But... But the, the trouble is, he, he is such a fucking stoop. Now, he would get, a lot of those blue-collar guys are, feel comfortable with him. For the same reason, when, when, Kamala, when Kamala ripped his nuts off at the second debate, um, that would make him, that, that's a plus for him with blue-collar guys, that the, the ones that voted for Trump or didn't bother to vote at all. He, um, and black people will vote for him. Black people will not vote. See, here's the one thing that the pundits don't mention as far as Judge goes. Judge would be a fantastic vice president for somebody. But he, he raised zero with, with, black, with black people. And he might not have done the greatest job in South Bend with, uh, I've never really spent, fortunately I try to avoid South Bend as much as possible. But, um, he may not have done the greatest job, but it's probably almost an impossible situation coming right into South Bend and straightening out all the racial problems. It can't be done. But I think that what people don't want to talk about, which they're not talking about on TV, is the homophobia in the black community. They really, they really are anti. I mean, all you have to do is say the guy's gay and fuck him. I'm not voting for him. So. I think also, now Kamala... You could also say that, and this is coming from me being, coming from a Mexican family, I feel like the Latino community does that too. Oh, sure. No question about it. Plus, the, 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 the also, the misogyny in the Latino community. I mean, when you think 30% of Hispanic men voted for Trump, it's just shocking because they don't want a woman. That was their whole thing. No fucking woman. Well, but, uh, but the crazy 
spicy part about that too is that a lot of these like a lot of these Latino communities and I would even argue European communities they're very matriarchal like yeah. you, you, you well, live that, with your, your no, parents no but European you I mean you get Merkel I mean you have you, you get, and Israel had you know Golda Meir the United States is the only one that really I can't well Russia Russia would never have a female uh, czar, dictator, or whatever. My point is, is that it, it, it's a little bit surprising to me that that many Latino men would vote for Trump versus a woman, only because it's there's a woman involved. Yeah, because they might be matriarchal. Let me, let me tell you, most Latino men are mama's boys. Yeah, but they didn't want. They also, or as you, I'm sure you know, Latino men. There's a big macho thing. Huge. Sure, there is. Sure. Yeah, of it's it's more it's even more so than in the black community. For sure. So I, but anyway, so Biden, Biden very well may have the best chance of beating Pissy Face, but I really think I mean he stumbled so poorly in the in You don't think any of the female candidates have a chance? Oh, Kamala! Look at look at her what she did. I mean, Kamala is. Here's the thing. Here's the difference between Kamala and, and Elizabeth. I just want the beer. So, uh, Kamala. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Kamala is smart, real smart, and she she is not a scold. Elizabeth Warren is obviously very smart. She's really super on the pot. She's really fucking burning good uh, on the issues. And... Um, so, Kamala, to me, would be terrific. I mean, she's got everything going for her. And because she's part... part what part. about a Kamala Pete ticket? I would... Of course, I'd vote for... I'd vote for Hickenlooper if I had to. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine that name? Can you imagine going to... Having he talks go about that life? in his campaign, about his name, like having to and deal with that Hick? shit. You start out with Hick? And then you end up with a looper. I mean, and then you look like—I mean, then you look like a hick and looper. But no, I would vote for anybody. I'm just thinking who would do the best. I mean, because now we we know for sure we live in a country where there's almost half our fellow citizens are the scum of the earth, racist, vile, slimy, loser, shit-eating. Fuck faces, yeah, and that's that's the scary part because we've had Trumps before, we've had George Wallace and Huey. I mean, we've had lots of them, but the old Wall Street boys kept them in tow because um, you know they look at it like dope. But now with gerrymandering and all this, now the Wall Street boys don't have control anymore. Well, it's one thing we learned from the last election is that we need to be really strategic about who actually can beat this motherfucker. Yeah, but we're not going to be because it's um, the next debate will be really interesting because now, I mean, you get these, the, um, some of these, you know, the Cory Booker, and God only knows what that Jagoff's going to, and by the way, he's just a little Jag-off. fucking pimp, he's a pimp for Wall Street. Bunch of Jagoffs. I mean, he's, I mean, he's, he's, you know, he's, he's Barack without any of Barack's good qualities. Um, okay, well, have you been watching any, wow, look at, you're making like cocktails over here. It's called ice. (laughs) You got more fucking water in your beer right now than I've ever seen. 
Yeah. But unlike you, by the way, we should mention the fact that um, you you and very graciously you and Goat Girl invited Ruth and me over to your house for dinner on believe Saturday. And it was delicious. It, it was a delicious the best meal. Best tacos I've it was ever had. Fun, and we 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 watched yeah. you barbecue made, on the made, deck and we all. We made uh, fish tacos for Bruce. And it was delicious. Yeah. Chicken and, tacos for Ruth. And then Goat Girl kept making pouring margaritas, te- pouring tequila down. Pub crawl Liz's throat. So that by the I time I had a long week, it was just a good, like, beautiful day, and we wanted to make fresh grilled tacos. So maybe you should with look fresh at me ingredients and margaritas and watch the way I handle my booze. It might I be was an good. example. I was feeling good. You I were had feeling my, good. I had my my fun shoes on. I had to physically restrain her from like pulling the plug on the fucking jukebox. Okay, because, because it's ten, I don't want to hear it's ten p.m. on a Saturday night at the yeah. ale house, and some guy next to us had just put ten bucks into the jukebox, and she wants to. Uh, Turn it off. Okay, first of all, it was Bach, which is my favorite fucking composer ever. You know how I feel about my classical music. So that clearly was not the issue. I'm just saying there's a right time and a right place for everything. And 10 p.m. at the Ale House on a Saturday night was not the time for Bach. So you're going to pull the plug so, out of the jukebox. And he was not, he did not play it. It was actually Grasshopper who would just put it in temporarily and was waiting for yes. the other shit to kick in. Yes, but the and other shit, the guy paid the for the other shit. The, I was going to I was going to fast forward the box stuff to get the party you can't, going. There's no fast forwarding. And you had a. No, I you had, a had a physical, cow. You I had, had a cow. Yeah, I had a placer and a hammer lock. So, <laughs> so don't blame the tequila. I had a, and people were wondering, why is he roughing up uh, a. <laughs> I did get a little nervous. He had his right hand fisted. No, it was inappropriate. You were the inappropriate one that evening. Oh, of course I was. Of course. Of course I was. I had a great time. Yeah. I just Everybody think, was having a great time. I think you should study, Tim was having a great time. study how I handle my liquid. Well, you don't drink. You don't how drink. I handle my alcohol. What do you mean I don't drink? That is not alcohol. That night I'd had at least eight or nine above lights. If you had to break down your pint glass into fifths, you are drinking... I know how many bottles I drink. Four-fifths water in that much beer. Maybe so, but I had eight or nine goddamn buds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well... <laughs> Man. And I handle it. I handle it. <laughs> I don't go. I don't go running and I had pulling so many fucking bud cords. I don't pull cords out of jukebox. It needed to be pulled, and I didn't do it. No, you just can't handle booze. And I also know and how to I'm, push your buttons. And I'm I also know how to push your buttons. Yeah, and then and I, I said, I'm going to pull the plug on the jukebox. I knew you were going to have a little bit of a conniption. Yeah, which well, is yeah. actually kind of fun to watch. Yeah, it was. It was By the way, why why is your hat say Crete on it? Because um, look next to me. Rock and Roll Ruth, when she was spending two years ago, when she spent a month in Crete, she brought it home and it was a fucking gift for me. Oh, so why so don't you sweet. just ask her and say, why are you doing <laughs> Because I'm asking you because you're wearing it. I'm wearing it because it's goddamn cold. Once that storm came are in. Are you shitting me? It's no, 95 degrees out no, there. Look what I'm no, wearing. Look at, no, it's not. No, no, it's not. It's not 90. It's like 70 amps. Look at me. I had to wear. I had to put my silver fox stole on. He even buttoned it up. Okay, Bruce is wearing this blue button-up shirt that's as wrinkled as can fucking be. And apparently, Ruth found it in his car. It has been sitting there for God knows how long. Years. Washed it. 
and then gave it back to you, and you decided to put it on. Yeah, and it's very comfortable. It's saying, soft. you know, it's really soft. I'm sure it is, but you know what? This is a professional show. Can you show up with like, you know, looking a little classy you want, you with your clothing? Feel it? Yeah, I do. Hey, I shaved. Um, no, it's alright. I shaved. Yeah, I actually appreciate the fact that you shaved. I don't like it when you come in here looking all rough. And did you see what shirt he has on underneath? We're almost matching. Yeah, no, that shirt is cute. Isn't that nice? You guys look. You guys belong in the islands together. Yes. I thought you were gonna tell me he waxed his chest. Kidding. That really actually needs to happen. No. Yeah, you need to wax your chest. No. It's a little too furry. Does he have a hairy butt? No. That's good. Because you need to wax your butt if it's hairy. You know, you know, and that's why because when I my when I got my two ta uh, two W's tattooed on my ass cheeks, <laughs> the tattoo artist said I had one of the prettiest butts he ever saw. And he was describing how he has to deal with the hairy butts. <laughs> and then he said, "Why do you want two W's?" And I said, "Well, when I bend over, I wanted to say wow." And then, and then when I stand on my head, I want to say mom. And he went, "Oh, that's so." Poetic. That's so, you know, you don't get that kind of sentimentality in the uh, tattoo parlor that often. I know. I know. You don't. Um, have you been watching any of the Women's World Cup? Are you into that at all? Well, um, the dominant dyke didn't play today and they right, still listen. won. Hang on. Let's pause. Let's pause. Let's not go straight to that because why do you, I don't know why you have to go straight to that. Well, I think it was impressive that they beat they they won with. So historically speaking, what about the fifteen-year-old black girl that beat um, Venus? Okay, wait. Oh, I didn't I didn't see that. Oh yeah, fifteen-year-old uh, black girl wiped out. Um, well, how old is Venus now? The uh, Venus is like thirty-seven. Yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah, but you no, know, fifteen-year-old kid. Wow. That's amazing. And then the fifteen-year-old kid told Venus that she could never, wouldn't have been there if it wasn't for Venus. Good for her. Yeah. Venus is actually awesome to watch. Venus and Serena are unbelievable. Like still to watch. Their passion, I their passion for the game is like. I wouldn't want to get in a bar fight with Serena, and I'd love to bang her too. But I mean, she she looks tough. Uh, I really very much enjoy watching them. Okay, but back to soccer because that's what I'm interested in. Okay. Historically speaking, women's soccer has always been better than men's soccer. What? 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 Would you? The U.S. The U.S. teams. They've always been what? Better. You mean they do better? The women. Yes, they've always performed way better. And <clears throat> I was particularly particularly interested. In, so I will say I have a little bit of a history with women's soccer, and then I, I played soccer, and then when I, um, I I had the opportunity to befriend a bunch of Italian soccer players for the women's team, and when they when we hosted the 1999 World Cup, I was the team liaison to the Italian team for the United States, so I got to travel with them and interpret and do fun stuff and I was like front and center for all that shit and it really kind of put me in the throes of what it all meant and I got really embedded into it and that was like 1999 is a, is a Brandy Chastain like you know take the shirt off and oh, I remember yeah, yeah me and him right and I met all these women too from other situations and then I was living in Boston and I worked for the uh uh Women's United Soccer Association. And so oh, really? I, yeah, and so I was like, 
um, working for the Boston Breakers, uh, who were their team, and my role was to, again, be the liaison for the visiting team, so that meant hanging out with a lot of these soccer players, and so I befriended a lot of these like big names, like Mia Hamm and Abby Wambach. I, I remember Abby was just coming up as a young kid, and she was sort of a knucklehead, but she was so much fun. And, like, I really got into it at the right time, and so I've been following it very closely, and I realized that, like, that 99 team was truly, like, breakthrough pioneers, right? That they were the ones grinding hard to just play and do well because they loved the sport, and they obviously were, like, pioneers and, and broke paths for all these future kids. And so I've been following it, and... The one thing that I will say is that, you know, men's soccer, not just in the United States, but truly, truly everywhere else in the rest of the world is like the thing, right? If you go any, any other yeah, country. but that's because they don't have all kinds of different sports. So the United no, everybody States, has baseball. Everyone has basketball. Right. Everyone no, has shit. They don't have baseball in France. Yes, they do. Oh, no bullshit. Yes, they don't they have do. it. No, they don't. They have basketball. They have pro, pro basketball teams. They don't have baseball and they have little it's minor not, league it's not basketball. not as big as soccer. They so don't have soccer baseball. is the world's sport. Yes, yeah. but here, wait a second. In the United States, Chicago, for instance, we have two baseball teams. We have a football team. Do you not think like an American we have a for one minute? Basketball team. Think outside of the United a, no, States. No, I'm giving you the. I'm giving you. We 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 are not dependent on just one sport. No, but neither is the rest of the world. And so we don't riot and we don't destroy the entire city. Other our, countries have all of the sports, too. No, they don't. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Yes, they do. You're so I will wrong. show you the pro league, pro basketball leagues in other countries. Yeah, and you know what? They're just like but little minor leagues. My point is They're equivalent of a high school team. They are not as important as our teams, but soccer is the world sport, right? So men's teams, men, men players are like catapulted to these celebrity crazy status, right? Whereas the women's equivalent in all in Spain and France and Italy and England, they have those female professional teams, but they're like nobodies. So in the United States, we're actually a little bit better off than I think a lot of those European teams, but like the pay scale is so off. Like they pay the women way less than they do the men. And when you reach certain levels of tournaments, you get bonuses. And the women have always, their bonuses have been significantly lower than the men. So I was particularly interested in this World Cup because most recently the U.S. women sued the U.S. Soccer Federation for their lack of pay because they're always doing so much better than the men. And it's like, dude, <laughs> we win and we bring in the crowds and we have more ticket sales. Like, are you, why aren't we paying? Are you done? No. Because I'd like to respond. No, I'm not done. Continue. So, literally, the women just sued the soccer federation, the United States Soccer Federation, right before they're going into this World Cup tournament. And I'm like, how is this going to play out, right? And they've been doing so well. They're like, it's almost like that. it's like fueling them to like prove a point. And then you have knucklehead president, who is in this stupid Twitter fight with one of the players, one of the best players on the U.S. team. And... You know, they have this online fight, and then she goes and plays against France and scores the only two goals and wins the whole thing. It's just been a really, really fun tournament to watch. And I'm pumped because they beat England today, and now we're going to the final on Sunday. All right, now I'm done. Okay. Do you know I, what soccer is, first of all? 
Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. I have been having this debate for the last few days on Janet Dahl's uh, Facebook. Who? Steve Dahl's wife, Janet. Oh, Lord. And um, your online debates. You're like, you're like Trump. He's Twitter. I know. So I'm Twitter, media. too. I'm Twitter, too. Um, yeah, but he, he, he doesn't debate. He doesn't engage in debates. He just says dumb shit. Now, here's, here's, here's my response to what you just said. Um, I have no doubt that people enjoy watching in the United States, which has all kinds of big-time sports, watching women play soccer more than they do men. I'll take your word for that. But it's all basic. Uh, cap- it's just capitalism 101. It, it's where the mo- money is. If TV... Now, I assume that they're, they're making some nice bucks off the, the women because people are watching it. But as far as women's play, take women's golf or women's tennis. Now, women's tennis is different. Women's tennis of all, I mean, think when uh, Venus Williams and Serena Williams' father went to the, tried to figure out what would be the best sports for my daughters to make money. At first, he thought um, golf. And then he went, no, he found out. No, t- t- tennis players make may uh, women. Tennis players wake, make way more money than women golfers. So he t- he, and we know the rest is history. He had them go to the park district, learn how to play uh, tennis, and then they were terrific athletes. But in in as far as um, soccer, if in Europe, in France, in Poland, wherever you, Italy. If more people wanted to watch the women, the money would be there. The TV people would pay the money. They're not, they're not drawing. Now, the United States might be an aberration from that because there are, nobody watches the men play either. So, uh, it, but it all comes down, how much, is the, how much are the TV people, how much are people willing to pay for tickets? Look, at, you go to the Gubs game. You're, you're, you, you, you. You in, uh, support the Ricketts, the neo-Nazi Ricketts family. It's it's harder and, you, and harder. And I you will buy say that. and you buy the thirteen dollar beers like stupid like stupid Ukraine Mike does. I mean, oh I, I mean just just the, the most humiliating. I mean, just on principle, I couldn't give those scum sucking rat fucks my money. I mean, thirteen dollars for a shitty beer. Let's be real. You don't even go to the Sox games. No, I don't because I don't want to support Reinsdorf either. But let's let's stick to the subject here. If if people if people economically will pay the price, the the salaries of these um, women's soccer players will go up. It's just simple. It's just simple. My my late brother Douglas, I got in a big argument with him when. Um, about when the women were going into the men's football player locker rooms, he says, "Well, how come, um, how come men can't go into the ladies' uh, golf golf locker rooms?" I said, "You dumb fuck! Women aren't allowed in the women's locker rooms. I mean, there's double. There's this is all different stuff. But if if." women uh, made that kind of a draw. I don't know what the TV ratings are, but there's certainly not even anything like the Super Bowl or the Kentucky Dur- I mean, it's, it's money. It's simple. Well, I just think it's a, it's a overall attitude of our society. Well, it might be the wrong, but, but I mean, it's called the capitalist system. 
Like, it's, think about how much these basketball players, these football players, yeah, these people baseball pay, players. But people, how much do people it's pay? Crazy. It's crazy. It's all hype. It's all hype. No, you know what it is? It's crazy that these guys make $144 million you know dollars over the course of five years, and these women are playing their heart and souls out. And yes, but nobody, like pays, nobody pays $5,000 for ringside seats to watch the women play, dipshit. What's that, Jordan? Yeah, it doesn't make it okay. Yeah, it does because it's called capitalism. Now, I'm a socialist. I'd be more than happy. I'd be more than happy. So there, there's no why, baseball why player. You, why are you no chicken. Like, why are you playing like the devil's advocate here? Because it's rea- reality. You want them to. Be, you want what? Out of the goodness of their heart, you you want capitalists to give people money just because it's the right thing to do. Uh, I mean, what, 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 what world are we ta- living in? I'm not in? talking about that. I'm talking about our, our societal attitude toward females in general. I'm totally in female sports. I'm totally uh, in favor of equal pay for equal work. Well, it doesn't sound like it. Well, because I because I understand it's the capitalist old curmudgeon. Are, are you really so unfucking believably stupid that you don't realize that people will pay? $2,500 to sit at ringside to watch Michael Jordan play back. I mean, would, would you pay $2,500? I mean, Rock and Rose paid $200 fucking dollars to watch geriatric stones go out there and stumble around the fucking stage. And she was in heaven. I mean, yeah, they can get the dough. If you get the fucking dough... It's not my my point. Your is, point is stupid. No, my point no. Is, is that it's our attitude. It's the way we we package everything. To what, yeah, like the, but the, the Serena, levels of importance. Yeah, but no. Serena Williams has made millions and millions of dollars. You know why? Well, then the question Be- is because maybe... People, is it- because people... No, because people will pay a lot of money to see her play. Why? Because uh, tennis apparently draws a different crowd. Well, that's a bullshit answer. Well, but it's true. I wonder. I wonder actually if the, if the, if it's about like individual sport versus versus team sport. Well, no. In the, women golfers don't make that much money. It's an well, individual it's sport. Golf. That's boring as fuck. Well, I think tennis is basically <laughs> pretty fucking. Boring. Tennis is actually pretty fucking exciting. Oh god. Especially when they grunt and moan like that. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> That's just like constant. Like I, what I love about tennis is the like. It's like a, you watch it and it's like a athletic, like constant, like yeah. cardio. You get into yeah. it. You feel the movement. You I don't feel it. it when the when the golfers are just walking from hole to hole. No. Hockey, Which no offense to Jordan and to hockey Bruce. does that to me. Watching they're the, constantly moving. Uh, yeah, and that damn puck just goes all over the damn. Place. Well, you can't see the puck. You know? It's a bad TV sport. I mean, that's sport. why I love soccer. Like, baseball, today watching the soccer game, it's like Baseball boom, and boom, football boom. are perfect TV sports because... They slow down. And by the way, that's another thing about soccer. You have two or three goals max a, a, a game. What a boring fuck... I mean, you gotta, you need, no, but you need it's a lot not more about, goals. It's not just about the goals. It's about the way the play happens. It's about the way the, well, the passing game and okay, the defending fine. game and the okay, offensive fine. game. Hockey, hockey and soccer are low-scoring games, and people don't like low-scoring games. And, and, and have you checked the stats on attendance at base, Major League Baseball? Way down. Why? 
Why? Because they're taking way too long. They're almost an hour longer than when Sandy Kovacs was playing. I mean, Kovacs I would be playing. curious to see what the attendance and bullshit numbers with the hockey games are, too. Well, I mean, I remember when Bobby Hall left Chicago, they, they went to about half. So, I don't know what ho- hockey... I don't, Wasn't no soccer's drawback that they didn't take timeouts? The clock just runs all the time and they can't cut for commercials? Yeah, and no. that's why it No, it's really commercially. No, that, it's, it's not a TV sport. I mean, they, I mean, they can't make a lot of money off of soccer because it, it does. There aren't... Football, every, every three seconds they, they got these yeah. fat slobs arresting and they got the <laughs> commercial going. I mean, that's like, yeah, like the fucking Super Bowl, Jesus Christ, that's like a goddamn long ass affair. I don't have the patience for it. Yeah, I mean, the, the halftime is three yeah. days. I have a feeling this is a subject we're going to keep revisiting. No, we're not because you, you're, you're so completely. Batshit nuts. Wait until I get one of my pro soccer friends to come and have I, a, be our guest. I think it's stop. And then your little ass is going to be stomped all over. Oh, the place. my little ass is going to be. Um, oh, how, how exciting the game! Two to one. Oh, fucking my god! I was just grabbing my nuts the whole game. You will be grabbing your nuts the whole podcast. What, are these broads? Yeah. So you think they're going to muscle me around? <laughs> how excited you just got! <laughs> I think they might. One of them might come in here. Slap you silly. Oh yeah. <laughs> like that. Yeah. All right. You know what? We have we had so much to talk about. I don't even know what we talked about. I don't even know. What, uh, whatever. All right. But let's wrap this up because we could just keep going and going. Yeah, I, and I don't want you to embarrass yourself anymore. Okay. He's so thoughtful. I know. He's just a real peach. He's a real peach. Um, Jordan, Jesus Christ, thank God you're here. Well, thank you. If he wasn't here, we wouldn't be here. I know. We know that. Uh, it, it, it's, there are no words. There are no words. Um, Ruth, thanks for the drinks, as always. Um, thank you all for tuning in yet again. I really hope you did miss us. I really hope you're excited to hear us again. Who knows? Maybe next week we'll take another week off. Yeah, I mean... You never know. I mean... This could be exciting. Yeah. Um, keep, keep you all waiting. Yeah, somebody might uh, want... Keep you on your toes. Want Ruth to come over... Uh, I mean, uh, Pub Crawl Liz to come over and eat potato chips or something. I mean, something really important. <laughs> it's possible. You never know what's going to happen. Um, anything else you want to say, Genius? No, I, I, I'm... I'm so disgusted with you right now. I don't think it's probably a good idea. Because, I mean, I'm just the amount of really stupidity that just poured out of you tonight was... Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I, uh, I love you, too. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. You envy me. You don't love me. No, I, 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 I care for you. Yeah. I don't think... I don't... I, I think she you... She loves you. I think you, uh... uh uh, confuse envy with uh, sorrow. That pretty much proves my point. <laughs> um, all right. Well, on that note, thank you very much, genius, for your heartfelt sentiments. Uh, I, I will. I will go to bed tonight and dream of you. I'm sure. In Eating popcorn. In the sweetest in the sweetest of ways. Um, yeah, so thank, uh, I thank uh, these three for being here and thank all of you for uh, tuning in. And with that, I will ask the genius. And, and the storm is over. 
storm is a well. What do we think? The actual weather storm. The storm inside the alehouse shall continue. Uh, with that, I will ask Genius to say goodnight, Genius. Goodnight, Genius. Thanks for listening. Catch you next time. Bye.